We are all leaders. You are a leader of self first and capable of creating and leading change. Hi, I'm Julie Hyde, and I'm passionate about inspiring leaders to step up and lead and be powerful role models for those around them. My guests are all doing just that, and I ask them to share how they are making it count and how they have created their success. I can't wait to share their amazing stories with you. Hello, I thought I'd drop in for a chat this week for a few reasons. One is to reintroduce myself to my listeners so that you know a little bit more about me. And also to share some insights for leaders to really have a think about as our attention turns to next year. Now that Victoria and New South Wales are effectively free again after extensive lockdowns, next year is looking a whole lot brighter, which is awesome. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm I'm Julie Hyde and I'm super passionate about empowering leaders to lead to lead in a way that is relevant for now and our future. That (laughs) is constantly changing and disrupting. I believe when we have more leaders in the world, true, authentic and heart-led leaders, that the world will be a better place for all, for humans, for our planet and for our animals. When we role model positive and empowering leadership, we show others what is possible. When we step up and demonstrate courage, stand in our spotlight and have the confidence to lead authentically, that is when the magic really happens. And this is when we grow. And this is when we enable others to grow and achieve high performance. And this is not always based on results, that performance, but based on how we feel and how we grow. This is the driving force behind what I do. I believe we can all create the ripple effect of change that we want to see in the world, regardless of whether we hold a title or not. We are all leaders. You are a leader of self first and capable of creating and leading change. This is also the reason for starting this podcast. I wanted to interview really diverse leaders, CEOs of large organizations, those leading our SME community, which is the biggest contributor to the Australian economy and the lifeblood of our community, and also individuals who are just doing amazing things and tap into their insights, what has worked, where their challenges are and have been, what their observations are for now and for the future and what their tips are that have worked for them so that you can learn from them, so that you can tap into the insights of people who have created success and do that for you. For over two decades, I've partnered with some of Australia's top brands and many incredible private businesses to drive cultures of high performance. My mission is to empower leaders to be intentional and purposeful with their leadership, to lead with heart and to create connected and inspired cultures. I learned firsthand what it takes to be an effective leader over my 21-year award-winning career, leading teams large and small. I now bring my knowledge to work with leaders who want to be strong role models and enable their teams to shine.
Leadership now is about people, and I love nothing more than enabling organizations to leverage and grow through their people by creating powerful alignment. This is where the magic happens. I do this through consulting, through workshops, through keynotes, and I've also authored a book called Busy to enable leaders to avoid that busy trap. Personally, I'm a huge animal lover, probably with the exception of snakes and spiders. Don't love them. And I really enjoy getting out and exercising in nature. I definitely love the warmth more than the cold. And if you are connected with me on LinkedIn and have read my bio or maybe the About Me page on my website, you might want to avoid playing board games with me. I used to be a terrible loser and would cheat at board games. (laughs) I can't tell you if I still do that because I now avoid playing them, but I really don't like to lose. It's the competitive side of me. I've been into sport from a very young age, starting with swimming, where I would race the boys and win, and then I moved to tennis and eventually found my love in netball. I played, coached, and umpired, and it was something I played multiple times a week until well into my late 30s when my knees gave away. I then got into triathlons until I couldn't do that anymore either. So now I simply walk and hit the gym to keep fit. I love movies for escapism, drinking wine and eating cheese, catching up with friends and family and hanging out with my super supportive husband. I found him later in life and I always had the wise words of Sheryl Sandberg, who's the CEO of Facebook, in my ears. She said, if you're going to partner with someone, ensure that they are your equal and that they want to contribute in the home and to your lives equally. That is sexy. And I couldn't agree more. And I think I've done well in that respect. Leadership has been a theme throughout my life. I would always step forward and take the lead, even when I didn't want to, but something inside me always forced me forward. I'm not someone who can just sit back and watch things happen or be a passenger. Sometimes I wish I could, but I'm not. That's just not who I am. It's not in my DNA. So now as a leader of my own business and with decades of leadership experience behind me and a never-ending thirst for researching the latest trends and case studies on leadership, I partner with those who want to be at their leadership best as an organization, as a leader and a leader of self. Which leads me into what I thought I would share with you today, and that is how we need to lead for success in 2022 and beyond. And I've got here some things that I really think we need to keep in mind. And now for a quick break. If you were listening to this podcast, then you understand how important leadership is to your success. And that starts with you. How you lead yourself will impact the performance of your business, your team, and your career. That is why we developed the Role Model Effect program. This program is designed for those who want to sharpen their leadership tools and be a leader that people want to work with. It's seven weeks, a value-packed and laser-focused course spent on crafting your leadership for success. You will walk away with absolute clarity on what you need to do to be a successful leader. The results our participants are achieving speak for themselves. So, if you understand that leadership is the key to your success, contact Julie to find out more at juliehyde.com.au. The leadership landscape has changed significantly. And whilst the pandemic has certainly been the dominant cause of that shift, it was happening prior to this also, and we might not have been so aware of it. 
because we were all effectively forced into a period of reflection and reset, people have emerged very differently and used that time to reprioritize what is important to them. Also, because a huge portion of the global workforce were forced into a working from home situation, the evidence is there that it can happen and be done well. And people can often work a whole lot more productively from home. And it's something that definitely works for them. In Australia, Victorians, and in particular Melbourne people, will know all too well, having endured the world's longest lockdown, the last one being 77 days, all about having to work from home, having to homeschool, and all of the challenges that come with the whole family unit being forced into the one home. Now the vaccine is in play. This means we have more freedoms and more flexibility for movement. And professionally, more people are now heading back into the office to connect and collaborate with their workmates, which is awesome. However, this means very different things for different people. Firstly, for leaders. For some, I think there is a bit of a sigh of relief to have teens back under the one roof with the belief that things will be returning to the normal that was pre the pandemic. There was a survey done by Future Forum and globally two-thirds of the global leaders survey plan to return to the office for most of the week. And they expected their team to be doing the same. However, The same research shows that 76% of knowledge workers surveyed wanted flexibility when they worked and a huge 93% wanted flexibility when they worked. This also marries up with Gartner's 2020 Reimagine HR employee survey that revealed that only 36% of employees were high performers at organisations with a standard 40-hour work week. Organizations that offer employees flexibility over when, where, and how much they work see 55% of their workforce as high performance. Now, given what we're seeing happening in the US with the great resignation and people leaving their jobs in unprecedented numbers, this is expected to hit Australia. Now, we have a problem. There is a huge misalignment between what leaders are wanting and what their workforce is wanting, and we really need to address this. It is going to take a huge shift in the mindset for some leaders and some really open and constructive conversations about how we can make this work. There is also a huge opportunity for leaders if they respond to these demand signals well. There is a massive opportunity to attract really strong talent to your organization and also retain your top talent through being a really relevant leader who is open, who is flexible, who is agile and who understands how to make things work. Retention is already one of the biggest issues for organizations in Australia right now, according to our own research that we did in June this year. If you would like a copy of the survey report, I will put a link in the show notes for you and you can download that. The employment market in Australia right now is so tight. I have never experienced anything like it in my time so far. So for employees, if you are listening right now, 
this is your time. This is your time to really align yourself with an organization that aligns with your values, also where they treat you how you want to be and how you expect to be treated to enable you to do your best work. Not only are 60% of Australian knowledge workers open to finding new jobs next year, there is this movement of people who are relocating, who are retiring and packing the family up, caravan in tow and travelling around Australia. This trend has been happening this year and is only going to increase, particularly now with borders open and people are going to be able to travel overseas. Now, this is causing incredible disruption and upheaval for organisations. So how do we get alignment between employees and leaders and keep good talent connected to the workforce? Just because someone is in another state or even in another country now, there is no reason why they can't contribute in a really positive and valuable way to your organization if that's something you both want to continue to do. We've got to think differently and reimagine how our workplace and our workforce looks like. So some questions to ponder. How can we enable people to work from anywhere? How can we enable people to work the hours when they work best? Some people work really well in the morning. Others work really well at night. It just suits them. How can you make that work? Can we shift from people working hours to being really focused on people reducing outcomes? What does this mean to culture? We often attribute culture to an office. It's not office-based. It should be transportable because culture is a feeling, it's a vibe that is kept alive through actions and behaviours. How do we create a culture of well-being mentally and physically, of connection, support and care so people want to stay connected with the workplace? How do we attract brand advocates? How do we create them from our employees so that they can help to attract and retain strong talent? As you can see, there is a massive opportunity in those questions. And for those who are onto it, for those who are open to it, And for those who are really flexible and adaptable, there is huge leverage here. It's massive. And these are just a few things that we need to be thinking about. But I believe that some of the most important questions I just posed to you are the things that we really need to nut out to make sure that we're successful. Your people are the power in your business. If you're not aligned, you're playing a losing game. Alignment is your key to success now. Now, to help with some of these issues, I have some really amazing guests coming up on the podcast for you. Lucy Bingle is one of those and will be joining us to talk about how you can create brand advocates and really utilize LinkedIn to attract and retain talent. She's amazing and I cannot wait to bring that chat to you. As always, if any of this has resonated or made you think you might need some help here, some help aligning business expectations with your employees' expectations, let's have a chat and let's see if I can support you in any way. Thank you for tuning in now and always. I am super grateful to you and I hope you've enjoyed getting to know me a little bit better and I hope I've sparked some thinking for you to really consider as we springboard into 2022. 
I would love for your 2022 to be your best year. And let's hope, let's trust that it is going to be a whole lot more brighter. It's going to be a a whole lot more inclusive where we can go places, a whole lot more free where borders are open and we can really get things happening and get back to living how we ultimately want to live. Until next time, be unstoppable. Thanks for listening. And I hope that you have gained some great ideas and feel inspired to get out there and make what you do count for your leadership, your business and your life. Please do leave a review for this podcast and please share it with your network. Send any feedback or suggestions for future guests by emailing me julie at juliehide.com.au. For now, let's get out there and make it count.